It's not about setting something up, crossing your fingers and it works and, and there you go, you're done. Absolutely not about that. It's about strategy, intention, optimization, refinement, and, and you're never gonna be done with that cycle. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 347. Hello, my friends. I hope you guys are having an amazing week and getting ready for the holidays. I feel like in my business, December is always crazy. Like a lot of people sign up to work with us, which is amazing. And it's just super busy. I guess we decide to do launches and crazy stuff in December, but we have been very busy on top of the normal holiday season busyness, but I'm looking forward to some unplugged time with my kids and family for the for the holiday season. So in today's episode, as part of our kind of rewind series where we're going back, we're pulling the best of the best for you guys from this year's episodes, I had my team go through a bunch of podcast episodes from this year that I put out and pull all the hottest tips for combating iOS and increased ad costs. Because I think this was the number one struggle that people had when it came down to marketing and Facebook ads this year was increased ad costs. And it derailed a lot of people's marketing strategies and businesses and were forced to come up with solutions and solve it. So we went through and pulled all the hottest clips to give it to you all in one place remind you of what you need to do going into next year around this. And all of these things do work. All of these strategies are exactly how we were able to continually accomplish amazing client results throughout this. We had clients who last month just did $900,000 in sales. They were a new client. They'd only been with us for 30 days. We had an Ignite student do a $50,000 launch after doing no sales, being brand new in the program this year. We've had clients go from breaking even or even losing money on their ads to two, three, four X return on ad spend. And some clients are even at nine to 12 X return on ad spend, which is not normal. That is all happening this year because we followed these strategies. I'm going to give you a little takeaway at the end after going back and listening to these, but I hope you enjoy. We're always going to be improving. We're always going to be optimizing. Marketing is not about like finding a magic formula where, okay, once we get, you know, this is working exactly and then the Facebook ads are working exactly and then the sales page is working exactly and then our webinar is working, then it's just going to work forever. Unfortunately, that is not the reality. And you're always going to need to be looking at numbers and saying, where can we do things better? Maybe we need a fresh webinar title. Maybe we need new ad creative. And if you can't think that way or your marketing team can't think that way, you'll be left behind. True marketing, and I should say true business, is about the optimizing, the pivoting, and the adjusting. And it's actually about who can do that the best. What business owner can do that the best and the most efficient and strategic and aggressive with the pivoting and adjusting? That doesn't mean changing something every single day. That means, like I said, having numbers, having data, having intel, allowing that to tell you what could use improvement, looking at that as opportunity, and then having the the willpower and the focus to say, 
we're going to only fix these things. We're not going to launch launch three new funnels, change our webinar, completely change our offer and change the price all at once. We're going to look at what's going to move the needle the most and optimize and pivot and adjust that. And so whatever's happening on Facebook, if you want to keep marketing, if you want to keep getting traffic and you want to keep getting leads and sales from that traffic, you have to pivot and adjust and you have to be able to sustain your marketing on there. So what does that mean? What does it mean with Facebook ad costs way up? It means a few things. Number one, you have to have amazing messaging now. You cannot get away with not having that. Number two, even more so now than ever, you have to pay attention to your numbers and you have to know what you can afford with Facebook ads. So can you afford a $10 cost per lead with your sales conversion or not? And if not, how are you going to get that down? Or do you have to raise your price or increase your average cart value or improve your sales conversion? Like knowing that reality, I sometimes think as entrepreneurs and, you know, I've been guilty for this in other ways. It's like we just kind of like hope it works out. And so sometimes people just like start spending money on Facebook ads and they're like, well, hopefully it'll just work out. Like hopefully I'll just make my money back. And it pretty much never works out like that. You've got to be intentional. So even more so today, is it important to know your numbers, to know what's the max you can afford to pay cost per lead and what's the max you can pay or you you need as a sales conversion? What's the least amount, you know, can you get away with and still be profitable? And you need to know that kind of break even threshold so that you go into that with your ads. So there's two things essentially that we've summarized of what you can do if your ad costs go up. And one of them comes down to kind of my my mantra, if you would call it, of like when in doubt, start a new campaign. New creative, new campaign because Facebook definitely rewards that. The algorithm rewards that. Like when something is not working, don't wait days to just do something new. New messaging, you could change the headlines, you could change the copy, you could change the graphic, you can even just relaunch a campaign and change a few audiences. So when in doubt, refresh. And that's kind of one of our, our mottos is because it works a lot of times. The frustrating part is when it works for two days and then it goes up again. And finding that stability can be hard and it takes finding the right combo. I also really do, you know, Facebook hasn't said this, but it's clear in, in some of our optimizing that if your campaign launches and within like the first day or two, it doesn't get much momentum, you're, you're pretty much penalized for that because Facebook deemed your ad as people don't want to see it. People aren't engaging with it. And I feel like it's hard to kind of pull out of that without starting fresh, without getting new creative and kind of changing that up. Because there's something there in the algorithm where if you kind of start out the gate with that lower conversion and lower engagement, Facebook's like, oh, our users don't want to see this. So we better be careful about showing this ad. And that is one thing. So when in doubt, refresh. Maybe you need to go deeper on pain points, on ways that you can connect with your audience on their frustrations, on their emotional fears. A lot of us are staying too surface level. A lot of us are not speaking the language that our audience would say, and therefore we're not standing out in the feed. So if you're continually struggling with your ad results and your issue and your results and your cost, then you probably need to go even deeper. In our world, it would be like one of those messaging workshops that we do with our clients now, or our messaging workshop in our Ignite Academy program where we're going way deeper on the actual backend messaging, understanding of the ideal customer and the emotional connection to them. 
I am sharing our SOS iOS response. I guess you can use it aside from iOS. You can use it with anything that is not working, not converting. So the SOS response starts with search, which means first you have to find the gap immediately. You need to find, you know, especially in these cases, we had historical information. So we had, you know, here's where the numbers were. We were able to, it was really cool in one of the clients pull an entire annual report look at their numbers, look at where they were trending this time last year, where the sales conversion was, where it dipped, where where it dropped off. So if you don't have that, you can't make decisions without numbers in general. So if you're there and you're saying it's not working, then how do you know would be my question. So if you if you know something isn't working, you have numbers to say that, right? Even if it means zero sales, is the problem the ads or the sales conversion? Like where is the drop off? So what we did was we searched to find the problem. In both cases, it came down to the messaging. So on the webinar funnel, it came down to the sales page and the webinar positioning itself. And then on the e-commerce funnel, it came down to the sales page around the products and then the messaging and the ads. That's where we found the gaps where people were, were dropping off. So we searched, we found that those issues. And then we dug deeper to figure out what we could do. And then we moved on to the O in SOS, which is overhaul. We did messaging workshops with both of them on updating angles on on basically asking the question of like, how do we stand out more? How do we be more innovative with your messaging? How do we be the best? What are you the best at the world at? And how do we communicate that clearly in your marketing? It took about two weeks of overhauling. We lowered the budget overhauled everything and then we go back to the the final s which is scale you re-get everything out there you re-up the budget if you are completely turning your ads off while you do this overhaul then you're scaling back to turning them on um and and you go and you put that out there and ultimately your goal is to get back to where you were if you had that success or to get to success when you do that, you're doing two things also. You are re-monitoring the numbers because you might have to go back to the beginning of this process. If you go and launch it and it's still not working, you have to go back to search. You have to go back to the beginning, find those numbers, go back to overhaul, do it again. And you keep repeating that process until you create that success. True marketing is actually about taking something that was either never successful or is not currently successful and bringing it to success. That means it's tweaking, it's optimizing, it's pivoting, it's updating, it's making those changes to equal improvement, to equal that success. And that is where true marketing comes in. And I'll tell you, even in successful client launches with multiple seven and eight figure businesses, there are components in those launches that didn't work and we have to pivot and adapt. We have to get costs down. We have to shift messaging. We thought one thing would work and it didn't. And that's on both sides, client and us, you know, sales conversion and ad results. And if you can do that fast enough and, and effective enough, then you'll create that success. So I this has been on my mind a lot with a lot of things that have changed in the last year the marketing industry, the, you know, many people's audiences, their needs, just the whole world, right, has gone through a lot in the last year. And the industry has changed. The economy has changed. It's really interesting to witness. And I think a lot of people are struggling to keep up with the changes in their business and make sure their offer 
and strategy stays relevant. And so this has been on my mind because there is a solution to that that almost always will work. At the core of everything, I believe and know and keep in mind always that behind your marketing strategy is just a person going through it. And if you can maintain that connection with that person and create that experience for them, connect with them emotionally, with your words, with your actions, with the value you bring, you will be successful. If you're able to give people what they want and need and get them the result they desire with both your marketing and then in your delivery, you will be successful. That is how you build a successful business. And so right now with people who are struggling with various things, offers not converting, businesses not doing as well, Facebook ad costs going up or really all ad costs across the board going up, cost to acquire going up, you can always come back to this one thing. And that is the connection to your audience. And so if you are having an issue converting or getting someone to take an action in your business, you need to go back to the understanding of that person. And I recommend talking to them. And so if you are one of those people who is struggling to sell your offer, who's struggling to connect with your audience, who's struggling to stand out in today's market, I want you to remember that this is always going to be the the bottom line truth of marketing. You are marketing to humans. And the way you market to humans is you get an emotional connection with them. You understand them on an emotional level and you speak to their needs, their desires, their frustrations, their dreams better than any other company out there. Which you can only do that if you have the best understanding of what those things are. So I think it's a great practice to work into your marketing, to work into your business that every year, every single year, you get on the phone with your customers and with your audience. So I read this article where they were like, just create 20 to 50 new creatives every month because 85 to 95% of them are going to fail. And it's like, that's kind of true. Like they might work for a couple of days and then they won't. And it's just, you've got to keep pumping out the new creative. And yes, it is exhausting, but if you want paid ads to work and you do, because how else are you going to massively grow the eyes and the audience and the leads in your business? You need to put a priority on that new creative. So what we do now is we have a process where it's like automated that we're refreshing creative. We've up-leveled, and I talked about this in the previous episode, we actually have now a creative director on our team whose full job is just to come up with ideas for clients' ads and angles and you know reels we could go have them record or videos that we can then pair with copy that our team writes and just really up-level that creative. And also remaining consistent with with that because now they say the average winning ad only lasts 10 weeks and I even think that's like a good stat but that's so low I mean like I said it used to be that you could have one ad running for six months and it would stay the same and convert and because the social platforms want new new stimulation new ads you know fresh innovative engaging for their audience that's coming over into the paid ads. So the volume that you need to create, new ad copy, new videos, new reels, new images is increased literally 10 times. I'm not even actually exaggerating when I say that. It probably has in the last year increased 10 times the amount of new creative that you need to have and and staying consistent with that bringing it into your process where it's like every single week you just do that block off times where you're going and filming 
add videos and, you know, hopefully you have a team working with you on that. But, you know, I know, I know myself, like literally today, I just spent an hour recording four reels and, and I have to do that multiple times now because I need to have that time for that content. So the name of the game is figuring out what is going to work for your business if ad costs have gone up, which can be changing things on the back end, which can be figuring out the way that the sequence of your customer journey and should be increasing the amount of, of ad creative that you have. So that's my advice on if, you've, if you're experiencing high CPMs, if you're experiencing that, you know, kind of situation where ad creative is like working for a day or two and then it's totally going stale like that is the new normal and it is can be exhausting but you need to figure out how to make it work for your business to create process around it and ultimately get support in one way or another because as I said like the CEO DIYing their marketing it just doesn't work anymore. What I want to talk about is what levers you can pull in your marketing. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I see a lot of people who are saying things like, my webinar funnel isn't working, my ads aren't working, my CPM is high, my offer isn't selling. Like you name it, fill in the blank. I'm seeing this in a lot of Facebook groups. And people are like, what should I do? You know, like what, what's the answer? What do I do? And really, I think coming back to this idea that I'm going to talk about is going to be helpful for all of you because there's only so many levers you can pull in your marketing to improve your results. And if you come back to kind of like this playbook in marketing and this idea of like, okay, well, whenever something isn't working, I stay calm and I come to this these three levers that you can pull and there really are only three and there's an order that you can do them in. So I've talked about this before, but not in this way. And I think this is going to help any of you out there who are like, XYZ, fill in the blank, is not working. Whether that's your ads, your funnel, your offer isn't selling, even if it's your organic marketing isn't working anymore, these things can help. One of these isn't relevant to organic marketing, but these components can help. And, and marketing doesn't have to be complicated. That's a thing I think a lot of people mistake is they think that, you know, I have to have this complicated strategy and this funnel map with like 95 directions and arrows going everywhere. And if I don't have that, then my offer isn't converting or then it, you know, I don't have a good enough funnel. So here are the levers that you can pull in your marketing. Number one, the number one, can anyone guess longtime listeners what I'm going to say? The number one thing you can do to improve any results, whether it's your funnel, your ads, your offer, whatever, is your messaging and your creative. I can tell you that anytime we refresh creative, we try a new angle, we go deeper on messaging, we connect with the audience more, it improves results. The second lever is your targeting. And this is a little bit more technical and is the one that's really related to paid ads, but if you haven't tried a lot of targeting options, if you're somehow missing the mark on targeting options, if you don't have a lot of maybe data so you don't know what your targeting is, I see this really often that people run ads and they maybe try like three or four audiences and they're like, well, my ads didn't work. Okay, well, you didn't try enough audiences. The first place to look is your creative and messaging, but then you also have to do a, a fair amount of testing with your targeting. I definitely rate this one second, though, over messaging because 
it doesn't matter if you have the best targeting in the world and you're on point with your targeting. If your messaging is off, nothing will work. And I also know that there are audiences that it's like guaranteed that your ideal customer is hanging out in. And if those audiences aren't working, then it's your messaging. You have to go back to your messaging or it could be this third level lever that we're going to talk about. So it could be that you are, you know, targeting the wrong people. You haven't tested enough targeting to see what sticks. And you could take this over to like your organic marketing in the sense that, you know, are you attracting the wrong target audience? Are you not clear enough in who your target audience is and that you serve those people? Um, That could be the case and you could carry that over. So that's the second lever that you can pull in your marketing and you can turn to to improve it if your ads aren't working or even if you're like, hey, my webinar isn't converting or I'm, I'm getting registrants and they're not watching. It could be your targeting. I think that's an easier thing to blame and is oftentimes not the problem and it's more the messaging and the experience you've created But it is a lever that you can pull and you can test different things and you can see what that results in. The third marketing lever that you can pull is your offer. And that could be your webinar itself. It could be a free offer. Whatever you send people to on your Facebook ads or your organic social media, whatever that call to action is, that is an offer. And so you might have multiple offers. You might have an offer that's go watch my free training. And then you might also have an offer that's buy my product or service. Or you may have only one. That is another lever you can pull. And if you get to a point where it's like you have tried so many different creative angles, so many different messaging angles, and you've talked to your ideal customer, you're getting people to sign up for your webinar, you're getting people to the page where your offer is, and they aren't taking you up on the offer. You've tested a bunch of different targeting, you've tried a bunch of different ad sets, you know you're hitting your audience. If you know you're doing those two things, you have to go to the offer. And the arrow is pointing directly at the offer at that point. And that's why this is the third lever because you want to make sure you do ample amount of testing on the other two levers before you go to this lever. And that means what I don't want people to think is like, oh, my ads didn't convert. I tried it for a week. I tested two audiences and a couple versions of ad copy. So now I'm going to go change my entire offer and start a new business or a brand new funnel. You definitely don't want to do that, but you don't want to be blind to the fact that you can make any offer work. And so with an offer, there's kind of a few things that you can change. And the first thing is positioning. I see this a lot where it's like it's not the actual offer once they get on the inside. So it's not what you're actually selling or it's not what you're actually teaching on your webinar. It's how you're positioning that. And you're maybe like one thing that people do a lot is they kind of skip ahead and they're like, well, I know that people need this. Like they think they need this, but they actually need this. And so I'm just going to create my webinar around that. And then you're marketing that on the front end. But they don't think they need that. And so there's a disconnect. You need to make sure that the way you position your offer is addressing what people want, not what they need. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed that. It's funny. I I never listen to myself. Like I never go back and listen to the podcast. But with this series, I'm like obviously going back and listening to the clips that my team's helping me pull. And I'm like, dang, I can be aggressive <laughs> with some of my with some of my podcasts. I'm like, do this, you guys. This is what you have to do. So that was one of my takeaways listening to this. But if I was to summarize all these and give you the biggest takeaway that you know, I continued to say in so many of these, everything boiled down to your messaging, your connection with your ideal customer, and your creative. That is how you're going to combat those expensive ad costs. That's how you're going to combat iOS updates. Obviously, there's like technical components in terms of tracking, but 
you know, mostly the iOS update impacted data, which impacted Facebook, which impacted ad costs, which impacted us, right? And so combating that is going to create the most results for you in your business and help you get back to the success that you maybe previously had or you know you're capable of. And so that was my biggest summary in in listening to all this. That and the ability to refine and optimize and that that is truly what marketing is about. It's not about setting something up crossing your fingers and it works and and there you go, you're done. Absolutely not about that. It's about strategy, intention, optimization, refinement, and, and you're never going to be done with that cycle. So those are my like big things when I look at the past year of what I continually tried to drive into you guys aggressively at some, at some times. So take that into next year and make sure that is your number one priority because that is going to make the biggest impact on your results. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.